0: Over 4 million people have died of COVID. Isolation, fear, anger, division have affected all of us to some extent. Our our mental health network continues to be unable to meet all the needs around us. The prophet Jeremiah saw times like this too, when people experienced such hard things. God spoke these words to him.
1: No healing, only grief. My heart is broken. Listen to the weeping of the people across the land. Isn't the Lord in Zion? Is her kingdom no longer there? Because my people are crushed, I am crushed. Darkness and despair overwhelm me. What to do with God's people? Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then have my people not been restored to health? If only my head were a spring of water and my eyes a fountain of tears, I would weep day and night for the wounds of my people.
0: One of the great sadnesses of this past year was that we could not always come together, even online, to celebrate those in our community who died. Today is a day to pause, to lament, and to remember that God hurts right along with us. That there is a healing balm available to all who have felt crushed and lost. Today, in particular, we lift up three special people whose spirits are now with the Lord. Johnny Haynes, Susie Stroud, and Esther Sunderland.
1: Blow the horn in Zion. Demand a fast, request a special assembly. Gather the people, prepare a holy meeting. Assemble the elders, gather the children. Let the Lord's ministers weep. Let them say, have mercy, Lord, on your people, and don't make your inheritance a disgrace, an example of failure among nations. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God?
0: Johnny Haynes told me about watching her home community in Dayton, Ohio, just come apart in the tough economic times of the 1970s. It broke her heart. It angered her. She lamented that it seemed like there was nothing that she could do but move away. And yet, in time, Johnny found a new home here in the Kansas City area. She learned to love the royals. And Dayton, tech jobs beginning in the 90s offered a, a resurrection of that community too. Healing comes. Johnny found that truth in this life and knows that truth in the Lord today. Will you join me in a moment of silence as we commend Johnny's spirit to God?
1: Who will separate us from Christ's love? Will we be separated by trouble or distress or harassment or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, we are being put to death all day long for your sake. We are treated like sheep for slaughter. But in all these things, we win a sweeping victory through the one who loved us. I'm convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Not death or life, not angels nor rulers, not present things or future things, not powers or height or depth, or any other thing that is created.
0: A few months ago, I gave a message in which I shared Susie Stroud's request to have the children that she and Tom lost in miscarriages remembered in her memorial service. I needed to honor her request. Susie was usually, she would sit right back there, she was usually the first person to arrive on Sunday mornings to worship. She would come into the sanctuary and she'd sit down in her pew and she'd pray. She'd hold her family, her church community, and all the prayers that we say each week, she'd, all of them, she would hold those close to God. And I can't tell you how much it meant when she would remind me that she prayed for me each day. She'd come out, she'd hold my hand. I loved Susie. Susie was convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love in Christ Jesus. After Tom died, after her daughter died, she knew that all death could do was to keep them apart for some time. She knew that those children that she never got to know in this life, that she would not be apart from their spirits forever. All of us have experienced isolation this past year. We do pray right now that we are seeing the end of the pandemic. I hope so. Honestly, I have a little bit of dread as I see the infection rates rise to the same level that they were at this time last year. Yet, The same spirit that assured Susie assures me that nothing can separate us forever. Our present distress will not last forever. Love and our our connections to God and to one another will always win out. And, And I thank God for people like Susie who teach and remind us of this truth. And I thank God for all that she was to everyone who knew her. And even if you never knew her, she held you in prayer just because you were part of her church community. The world could use more people like that. And I pray that God's spirit passes that legacy on Will you join me in a moment of silence as we commend Susie's spirit to God?
1: Come to me, all you who are struggling hard and carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Put on my yoke and learn from me. I'm gentle and humble, and you will find rest for yourselves. My yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is light.
0: Esther Sunderland. Some people knew Esther for the success of her family's business and generosity. but That's not how I think of her. That's not who she was to us in this church community. Esther invited me over to their home shortly after I came to town. And I remember it was a a big house. It had this big staircase going up in the bright foyer up front. And I remember she was almost embarrassed about it all. And she sort of just waved it off. I she, She didn't do that hand. She just waved it all off. And the two of us found a little space to sit together, have a cup of coffee, and to get to know each other. Esther grew up in Indiana in the Quaker Christian Christian tradition, uh, a tradition that advocates justice and peace and a sense of family among all people. And any Sunday that I would preach about justice and peace in our world, Esther would come through after after the worship service, pull me closer and say, you know how much I love that sermon. She knew well the sacred ideals of gentleness and humility. Esther was a part of this church community for many years. There is a, a commitment around this community that is part of the DNA that in, is inside of all of us to advocate for justice and peace for all people. It is a commitment that is bigger than any one of us. And Esther was part of that. Passing on those sacred ideals drew her into teaching Sunday school here for years. And if there's one word that comes to my mind when I think of Esther, it's grace. As Jim struggled with cancer, Esther was an angel of grace, and it wasn't easy. She was mentally, physically, and spiritually exhausted. To center herself, she would get out of the apartment, and she would walk the halls and down through the garages of Claridge Court. she, she I remember she saying she thought she might be wearing a path in the carpet, one evening, I stopped over to see her since Claridge Court was literally just a couple blocks away from our place. And Esther was ironing shirts, grace, a sense of justice that no one was uh, above anyone else, that we all can serve. And after Jim's death, everything Esther had been struggling with to keep things going changed it became evident that her memory was deteriorating. And the time came when she moved into memory care. And even as the days came where she couldn't remember who you were, as soon as she knew you were from Colonial Church, she would just brighten up. And that grace of hers She made no pretense or tried to hide her dementia. She would just say, I just can't remember very well. And she, she loved Sundays when her family would come to visit and she would say, I have the best boys. I can relate to that. Esther shared a spirit of grace in this world and at her core she was an Indiana Quaker. That was the Esther I knew and loved. And today I honor that her spirit has found rest. Will you join me in a moment of silence as we commend Esther's spirit to God? Today we have gathered in a holy meeting to acknowledge and lament the fact that we could not honor these women as we've been apart from one another. We celebrate the grace and the love that is their legacy to us. And we do this in the certain hope that nothing can separate us forever. That no goodbye is forever. In God's love, there is always hope and healing. There is a great healer, and there is a balm in Gilead.